Welcome to Self-Publishing with Dale and Ameka, a very special edition of how to build an email list. Yeah, we're going to talk about everything about email list building today. So we will be answering questions as they go along, but please, we got to honor the actual subject of what we're going to be talking today. So if you can, ask things relevant to email list building, email list building. We're not going to try to go veer off too much off the path because we're going to stay right on track. Ameka, do you got your coffee, dude? Yeah, I was just looking at it and I was like, oh, I should just do a quick refill, but we're live, so. Oh, no. Yes, that's why I went out. I was like, I'm time for me to re up. Yeah, like, oh, no, I forgot to put, I even left more there, but hey, man, it's all good. It's all good. Very, very good, man. It's 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 a Saturday morning. Uh, before we start breaking into things, why don't we do our um, individual plugs, man? So what you got going on in your world and what can people be doing to uh, stay in touch in the land of Ameka Osai? What's going on in my world? Um, a lot of stuff's going on, man. But uh, the best way to keep in touch with me is YouTube. You already know where you're at. Um, it's AmekaOsai.com slash YouTube. Uh, Facebook, um, just Ameka J Osai, but just type in Ameka Osai. You'll find me pretty, pretty easy there. Brandon, hey, buddy, what's up? And um, Instagram, it's a Mecca underscore Osai. Um, yes, yes, so that's uh, that's where I'm at. Good morning, hey, and everybody on my channel, if you want to be doing any Q&A, um, you gotta head over to Dale's channel, which is, well, there's, you know what, there's links, I think. <laughs> there's, there's links, uh, youtube.com, self-publishing with Dale L. Roberts. Uh, I, I did get the URL, so we got to get you set up with the URL, Mecca. Come on, man. Help me get a little <laughs> bit more organized with this stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, that's a-okay, okay. and you know, and I, I, I got some constructive criticism last night on one of our broadcasts that said that we went a little off the rails, a little. <laughs> a little off the rails, you know what? I always view it as, wait, from last week? Um, I'm not sure if it was from last week or the week before last, but uh, yeah, yeah. every now and then we, we rabbit trail. It's, it's not unusual. I, okay, so this, today's not the first one that we actually had a topic. What was the what was last, the last one? I think it was just a, a general book publishing Q&A. So um, th this week, at least, we'll be a little bit more on track. Uh, let me make my quick plugs here, and then we're going to jump into the core content of what we're going to discuss today because uh, I don't want to waste this opportunity because you've had some great success in your email marketing lately. So um, anyway, uh, and for those of you that want to help support the show, of course, remember, as we're live chatting here, and this goes for both channels, that you can click that little dollar sign right there. It's called Super Chat. And you know, drop a little bit of love towards our direction. It helps us upgrade some of our fine equipment here. That way we can provide you guys better live streams and better content and more frequent content. So if you like this, please, any amount of donation will be greatly appreciated. And if you have a question, you'll jump to the top of the queue when you donate any amount of money, whether it be a couple of bucks all the way up to 100 bucks. It's up to you. Please, once again, let's stay on track today because we're going to talk about email list building and we're going to a little bit of a limited time and I want to make sure we talk to you, Emeka, because you've actually had some stuff blowing up on your email list. Before we do get into that, uh, describe to some of uh, the newbie self-publishers out there, what is an email list and why do we need to have it anyways? Okay. And the easiest way to, to um, describe what an email list is is an email list is a way to ensure that when somebody purchases your books, 
they become your customers and not whatever platform you're currently publishing on. So Amazon, for example. Right. Um, otherwise, when somebody buys one of your books, they're Amazon's customer, they're not yours, um, which is bad because it's 10 times harder and more expensive to acquire new customers. Returning customers spend anywhere up to 30% more than your new and existing customers. So it's just the rule of thumb is you do everything you can to keep your existing customers. Um, you know, so that's why it's, it's, uh, that's why it's just so key. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to echo, echo those sentiments too. See, I don't have just my, there's just a small portion of my catalog, my expansive catalog of books outside of even the Dale L. Roberts brand that I have on KDP or KDP Select for that matter. A vast majority of my catalog actually is is on aggregate publishers such as Smashwords, Drafted Digital, and Pronoun. So even if you have your books published elsewhere, the email list is super powerful. So let's just say, you know, it's doomsday and all of a sudden all these companies just shut down. Okay, they take their customers with them to the grave. Yep. That's just a fact, you know. They're not your customers, they're their customers. They're just merely being a middleman that delivers your product. So that's why an email list is so powerful because you can really get the who's who of your readers. And here's the cool thing: if somebody's willing to part ways with their email address in exchange for, we'll talk about it, hopefully, a lead magnet, or just even be to, to be in touch with you. That's showing a trust that they really trust you, that they really believe in you. So that means you're starting to get the cream of the crop, the people that are really engaged in what you have to offer. So, um, you know, there's been times, and I think, Emeka, you and I kind of talked about this on a, maybe it was in our interview or in a previous stream, that, you know, the, the size of the list don't matter. And it's not like I'm trying to make an innuendo by any stretch. It really isn't. It's the size. The size doesn't matter. It's what you do with it. Right, and it gets to the point where size does matter. Like you know, a list of a hundred thousand will be more profitable than a thousand. But um, I have a list of like I, I I've profited very heavily off a two hundred person list. You know, I want. It seems I, I like it's a small amount, but you did really good with two hundred, though. Right, I I can launch like I'll launch a book with an advanced reading team of. 50 odd people and I'll get six reviews and you know launch a book right from there and it'll start profiting right from there so yeah you don't need a ton like oh, maybe people get into the the mindset of oh I need a big list to to for it to be worth it or it's not the case yeah I've said this to so many of the newbie self-publishers who are getting their email list started and they go, oh, I only have 12. I'm like, you've got 12 more than nothing. So why don't you just try 80% of the other publishers are yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing is even my boy, Michael, uh, Fresh Belief, he's over here hanging out on the channel and he says it just right. Size doesn't matter. It's how targeted and engaged the list is. So it's not just so important that you gather a bunch of email emails. That's, that's just hoarding, you know? Uh, if you right. gather emails with no intent of reaching out or engaging with them, just throw it out. It's not even worth it. In fact, I think Ryan Dice of Digital Marketing uh, said that himself, where he just like, don't gather emails if you aren't gonna contact them. And don't feel it's like, well, I don't wanna sell them. No. Why are you gathering it? <laughs> no, you're right. 
and okay, so here's one one scenario I'm in with one of my lists. It's it, it's a niche I got into earlier this year, and it was nothing I was excited about. So it was just like whatever. Um, but the lead <laughs> magnet was bringing in five to ten people a day, and like I've stopped, like I haven't published a book in there for like five months, and it still brings in about. I'd say probably three to five people a day. In mm-hmm. fact, I have to pay more for Aweber because of the list, because it, it, it's bumped me up to the next level. Like, that's how many people have been on it. Wow, that's, that's good. I, I do nothing with that list, but why do I keep it going? I'll pay you good money, man. I'll take that list from you. <laughs> why, do I, why do I keep it going? Because I never know if I'm going to jump back into it or if a hot trend shows up in that industry all of a sudden mm-hmm. i got hundreds of people i can just throw a book to and boom you know just just jump on it so co- collect the emails i i'd say collect the emails no matter what because it mm-hmm. doesn't really cost you anything else no to do it because you never know where the industry or where what trends you're going to start picking up or or whatnot and um so yeah, so that's I don't know, that's my take on it. But yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you're doing something with with uh, with your list, building a relationship, or sending a few, and it's all automatic. There's no yeah. excuse, no excuse for not building an email. Absolutely, I'm going to give you a hard time on that extra list, just collecting dust, my man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, um, I, let's I, make sure I, we totally stay on don't. track here. Uh, I want to make sure that we're not putting the cart in front of the horse. So somebody that's a newbie self publisher that might be tuning in. Uh, how do they start an email list? Is is it something as simple as getting a Gmail account and gathering emails there, or do they need to go to an actual service? And will it cost them? If so, how much? So, okay, no, you can do it for free. Like, you know, it's funny because most of the courses out there, they'll promote a Weber, they'll promote Michael. What's the other one? What's what's <laughs> Yeah. Michael, what's the other one? He's like, he's Michael, what's the other email provider? Um, um, we got Mailchimp. We've got um, Get Response. Get Response. Um, Constant Contact. Uh, there's so many email providers. And so they'll promote those because they pay good affiliate sales or yeah. affiliate dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, my whole take on it is like, I don't want new publishers to think that email marketing costs money because. It's yeah. such an important part of the business for long-term proper success that I always tell people start with Mailchimp if you're if you don't have twenty bucks a month to throw to Aweber right now start with Mailchimp it's free it it's not as nice and it's not as easy to use I think as the paid ones but right. hey it works it'll get you started and you can bring all your subscribers over to um, to whatever one you upgrade to later on. So, yeah, the, the answer is no, it doesn't cost anything. And just go with MailChimp, set up your, uh, it, it's pretty easy to set up once you kind of, there's a bit of a learning curve depending on how much you know about sign-in forms. But, you know, you test and test and test. Like I'd make one change, I'd subscribe to the lists and be like, oh man, why don't I, I, I can't find my email. You know, make another change. Oh, okay, found it, but that looks like, you know, make another change until I get it right. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's always just a bunch of just testing with the email marketing. And I mean, I'm probably about a year deep into actually, well, actually probably two years now that I think about it, uh, that I started really doing email list building and I'm still testing. I still go through and I test out different ideas and I split test ideas. And uh, so here's the thing is if you're new to this business, there are a variety of free options. And in fact, Mike uh, Suprenen actually mentioned uh, Mailer Lights free too. Uh, get the free services that way you're not throwing money down the hopper and you can kind of test everything out there's even free trials you can try out i think get response is like 30 days free uh, yeah. i like get response i actually used it up till more recently when i i ended up switching over to mailchimp i like mailchimp just a little better it just to me it works well with me but there's some people that would disagree with me either way if you don't know what you're doing or know how to work it one of our best tools, and I don't know if Emeka is going to be able to agree with me on this one here, but when I don't know how to use something, you know what I do, Emeka, right? YouTube. YouTube, baby. Yeah, I, I literally just, I search it up over on YouTube or Google, or for that matter, I just hire out, actually, and that's probably where I've been getting most of my work done. Uh, Ava, actually, you uh, you and I know uh, Ava. She does a uh, quite a bit of my email marketing and the heavy lifting and engaging with them and such and uh, sending me ideas for affiliate offers and so on and so forth. So if you don't know what you're doing, you can always just get yourself a virtual assistant who already has experience in that. Yep. No, definitely. Um, but then my always take, and this is, I'll write this down for live stream for next week. Um, assistant. Tasty coffee here, folks. Brought to you by Generic Kroger's Coffee and Dave and Buster's. This, this really actually, that's not even. That's a terrible uh, plug. Uh, yeah, YouTube and and Fiverr is going to be a great resource. Excellent suggestion. Best fantasy thing. So, I was like, no product promotions until they send checks. Yeah, yeah, no product promotions. I, I meant to say generic coffee, and I'm going to turn like to mug around. I'm going to start drinking it like this. <laughs> Okay. Um, hey, any questions that are going on my channel, make sure you head over to Dale's channel because that's where we're going to be answering all the questions, selfpublishingwithdale.com. Yes. And uh, probably later today, once when we get off, Emeka and I are going to kind of iron out a schedule that you guys can really start to anticipate and know where we're going to be at all times. Stick around to the end of this live stream and we'll kind of let you know what's going to be in the pipeline for next weekend. So uh, that way you guys kind of know what's going on and you're not left in the dark and you know exactly where we're going to be every weekend, every Saturday. So uh, let's go, let's, let's keep uh, building out further here. So we, we started talking about the different services. How do we get the emails? And I want you to go first and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do for mine. So, okay. So you need what's called a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is bait, right? Basically okay. what you're doing is you're going fishing, right? Yeah. And um, so you need you need a good bait. Okay. Put the bait in your book in the water, and um, you need people to want that bait. So it has to be related to whatever to the book that they're buying. Otherwise, it won't make sense. Okay. Yeah. So it can be um, you can expand on the book. It could be um, that's it, depending on what niche you're in. Things will make sense, right? So it could be right. something that you expand on. It could be. You know, if you're in fiction, it could be like an, uh, you know, the backstory or the 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 pre the pre, pre log, something like that. Yeah. For you know, fiction or even a spinoff, something as simple as a sample chapter too. Right. 
Um, and then you you have a page in your book that says, hey, you know, attention grabbing, you know, make sure you get this, it's free. And then they click the link and they go to what's called your squeeze page mm-hmm. or your, your landing page. They're the same thing. That confused me for about three weeks when I was trying to figure this out. You're like, what's the difference? I, I, I felt the same thing. I was, like, I was in all the forums trying to figure out. I'm like, squeeze page, wait, but then do I also need a landing page? Oh my God. <laughs> so then they go to that. And then all the only thing on the squeeze page is to enter your email address or to leave. That's essentially what a squeeze page is. Right. That's you don't want anything else. If you put a bunch of other things yeah. like check out my blog right. or you put links and things like that, you're giving too many options. You see either opt in or get off. Yeah. Uh, and then they click on it. And then um, I, I host usually on Dropbox. Um, bigger files don't do it on Dropbox. I'm running into way too many issues with that. Mm-hmm. It's on Drive, apparently. And um, and then they automatically get the file when it's downloaded. And like I said, you've got to test this to make sure that you actually get the email. They don't have to do a double opt-in beforehand, and they already got the free thing. So, But that's essentially how you get the emails. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, that's a really good overview of exactly how I do it. Um, and let me just go ahead and expand just a little bit more that I make it more than enticing. Because let's look at these publishing platforms like a means to advertise your brand. Remember that this is just advertising. The extra money that you get from people purchasing books is just icing. It's icing on the cake. Just remember that. Now stay with me for just just a moment. Uh, I do have a, a couple of videos based on how to make a book free. A lot of people are going, whoa, 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 whoa. I put all this work into things and you want me to make my book free? Now, I'm not trying to tell you that you know you should go out and put a 1,000-page opus and make it completely free. Right. But you know, let's just say, for instance, um, you know, in my niche, I actually have something called the Chest and Arms Workout Plan, and it was just a spinoff of my flagship book, the 90-Day Home Workout Plan. And what I did was I took the content within that book and I actually really niched it down so that way it just identified a specific problem problem of exercising the chest and arms. It was only just a minute, a small portion of the 90 day home workout plan. Now, mind you, I didn't copy and paste the stuff other than the exercises. It was all new content on the chest and arm workouts plan. So nobody's going out there. Remember, you're not republishing content you already have on the market. So you're just taking something and making it new and giving it something that's kind of nice. And it's probably a I'd say 40 or 50 page book altogether. So it's not gigantic, but either way, I made it free for the intent to get it out there in more people's hands. And it's a way for me to advertise on platforms like Amazon, iBooks, Barnes and Noble, so on and so forth. And that way people get it in their hands and they see the enticing offer for my lead magnet. My lead magnet in some instances, and I'll, I'll tell a few to you here for fitness was I had uh, the 10 best fitness tools. That was a big one. That one pulled in a lot of great emails. Uh, I had the fat, four minute fat burning workout. I had also more recently, I have the seven day fitness challenge. People love having challenges. They love numbers. So naturally they're biting onto that right there. And what I did was I created a sequence of emails that would send those things out to people. Now, uh, Emeka brings up a good point about hosting a specific file for your lead magnet or your your offer to get into the email list. You can use things like Dropbox, OneDrive. You can use 
a Google Drive. Google, if you got a Gmail account, you have a Google Drive. And I'm telling you, you have, they give you 15 gigs out the gate. So, you know, there's no reason you can't be able to put a nice little small PDF that they can download later on. Uh, it'll make more sense uh, once when you get it kind of rocking and rolling. But that's how I did it. And I actually have numerous permafreeze that are circulating throughout the entire uh, publishing platform uh, market. And I go out, I continually upload new versions. So I test and I split test new lead magnets, new landing pages, uh, so on and so forth. So I can see, okay, what's going to draw me, say, a dozen subscribers a day versus only one subscriber a day. And I just try to continue to split test and try to bring in more emails. I've even done something as simple as this. You're going to love this, Emeka. Sometimes I go, did you like this book? Well, you're going to love my newsletter. Join today uh, and uh, you'll get up-to-date you know, weekly emails. And you know what? The funny thing is, when people get enticed with nothing at all, you know they are definitely a valued subscriber. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't even need any bait to come in there. You're, you're absolutely right. Hey, everyone who's joining my channel, if you got any questions, make sure you hit up Dale. Hit up this guy. Yes, uh, yeah, come on over to youtube.com slash self-publishing with Dale L. Roberts. Uh, and if you can, Mecca's gonna try to keep up the questions over there inside his, um, inside his uh, end of the, the, the neck of the woods. So at any rate, um, so now we, we've kind of discussed about taking those emails. What do we do with those emails? And may I ask, how frequent should we be reaching out to these people? There was one thing I was gonna add on that. Oh, sure, sure, I'm sorry. I think. Now I can't remember it. Okay, when I come back, I'll just jump in with it. But okay, to answer your question, so what do we do with emails? Now we email them. Remember the whole point of an email list. Like, what's your overall objective of the email list? My overall objective for all of my email lists is to make more money. That's it. How do you make more money? You got to bring more value to the people who are following you, right? That's the key to making more money. So you, how are you gonna bring more value to your readers? Well, you're gonna send them valuable stuff about your niche, about your industry. Um, so I have anywhere between five to seven emails set up per per list. Mm -hmm. um, they're autoresponders. You know, I spend like probably a couple hours setting them up in the beginning. Okay. Then Pause this a second. What's an autoresponder? An autoresponder is an automated responding system. What an automated responding system is, <laughs> it's an email once, and then as soon as somebody goes on your list, they get an email from you. And then a few days later, they automatically get another one. And then a few days later after that one, automatically another one. And it's for as long, like you can set up like 100 if you want. And um, so that's what an autoresponder is. You set it up once, you set it, and forget it, right? If I had a studio audience. I wish, yeah. <laughs> Everybody would say it all together. Right. <laughs> so, it, forget it. Um, so that's what an autoresponder is. Yes. And so and it, I have five to seven emails that go, as soon as somebody s s signs up, they get one automatically, and then it's a drip series, essentially. It's what, what some are called over the next few days, weeks, whatever. And what am I doing? I'm sending, like the first one is, hey, it's a welcome, and it's about me, my pen name. And uh, I just tell them a little bit about me. So they know who I am, right? They don't know who I am. They just bought my book or or whatever. Oh, I remember, pause. Um, what I've been doing is I actually give away my best selling paperback book for free as lead magnets. Um, I've been testing this a lot more with my ads and my best-selling book 
the one that's been making a killing, I give it away completely free as a lead magnet because it converts stupendously. Um, and so going to the fear of, oh, I don't want to give away my best work, well, just give it away on a platform that you don't sell the, the most of, right? If it was a best-selling ebook and that's where all my money would be coming in, I might not do that. But it just converts so well and people end up buying the paperback because they just like having the paperback instead. So just a little thought on that. Yeah, excellent. That's that's really good. Yeah, it's that's something actually, I don't know if you'd learn that as well from uh, Russell Brunson of Dotcom Secrets, but that was one of the things I had learned from him was gift your best stuff. Yeah. Like step forward with your best effort. And you know, people are gonna be more enticed and more likely to stay with you in the long haul as yeah. opposed to like the low-hanging fruit of like, yeah, here's a report. And it seems like it's becoming more and more difficult because the audience is becoming more and more uh, acutely aware of what email lists are. It's like, oh, I'm gonna give my email here. Well, some people go, they're gonna spam me. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, so you really gotta get it to where you give such high value a, a, a unique value proposition to your customers that they're like, oh, take my email. <laughs> hey, if you got any questions, make sure you hit up Dale's channel. Ask the questions there and he'll bring it up. Yeah, we're going to go into a question and answer here in about uh, another few minutes here. I want to kind of make sure that we're wrapping up things and we kind of at least covered uh, at least a brief overview of email list building. So, um, you know, for, for me, it's, it's just, yeah, autoresponders are the way to go. Uh, make sure that you're going in and checking out your analytics and making sure that there's a few things you got to pay attention to is are your emails opening? Okay, are your email lists uh, people opening up them? Because that's the important thing. You can send out emails to your list and if they're not opening it, forget about it. And I'm gonna talk about something called list hygiene here in just a second, because I'm gonna tell you what you need to do with those emails that aren't opening. All right, the next thing is, are they clicking through? So you're gonna probably offer them something, be it, hey, check out my latest release and it's gonna have a link to your book or you might have a sample chapter, or you might have a few covers. So are they clicking through to whatever offer that you're doing? And uh, the next thing is, are they actually purchasing or buying said product? In some instances, that might not be you know, necessary. So for instance, my YouTube email list, I most times don't send out any kind of you know, sales-based letters. I'm typically just trying to get them over into, my end goal is to try to bring people over to the YouTube channel and get them engaging. And uh, so you're not going to see too many of those, but right. somebody's asking your YouTube channel name really quick. YouTube.com slash self-publishing with Dale L. Roberts. So yeah, and, and uh, if you want to, Mecca, as, as questions come in on your channel and you, you want to write those down as we're going along, that might help out. So that way, because I know it disappears on the, the mobile device. Um, so at uh, any rate, um, where, where was I at? I'm sorry, guys, here. No worries, man. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you like that. Um, we were talking about the open rates and, and analytics. Yeah. Ultimately, are, 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 is people buying whatever your product is? Are they purchasing that? So there are certain um, products like you know um, Shopify where you can be able to put uh, some kind of tracking pixels on them or uh, finding out exactly you know where they're making purchases at, but that just gets really advanced, and I'm just really trying to talk to the newbies. Even looking at analytics is advanced, man. I don't even like I look my open rate. I haven't even thought about figuring out my click through rates yet. Oh wow! No, okay, so now see this guy's making money, and that's that's incredible. That's what I love about you, dude. You're like a bull in a china shop. You don't care about your mistakes. You go in, make mistakes, man. Get in there. That's that's why I try to tell people. 
One of my best friends, Kevin S. Allen, uh, KSA, I always say it's the KSA method because he goes in, he says he doesn't care. He just goes like a bull in a china shop. He's like, I want to make as many mistakes as possible because it's going to be getting me that closer to success. So with that being said, um, you know, pay attention to that open and click, uh, excuse me, open, click through, and then buy rate. You're going to want to really pay attention to that. So some people are probably going to go, what should those percentages be? Don't worry about that so much if you're a newbie self-publisher. And we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about advanced yeah. tactics if you guys want to know that yeah, in the question and answer. Video, I'll, I'll just have to learn a little bit more. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing is, and maybe this is going to help you out, is, is list hygiene is, is super important. You're going to hear list hygiene. A lot of people are like thinking, I bathe. What, what's the deal here? Um, it, this actually has to do with when you should keep an email and when you should get rid of it. And this is where you really got to be acutely aware of what you have on your email list and who is actually engaging. Because if you hang on to emails that aren't opening at all, you are increasing the likelihood that certain email providers such as Google, such as Hotmail, such as Yahoo, so on and so forth, the list goes on. They have automated like spam type filtering software and if they notice your open rate is not good and people aren't opening very many things, it increases your likelihood that your email is going to go over to their spam folder. Right. So you need to go through, and this is this is varied from one email marketing expert to the next. Some people say 30 days, some say 60, most of them say 90 days. So if somebody isn't opening your email after 90 days, you need to segment that audience and pull them over to another audience and just do a re-engagement series. So for instance, this is a great example. I killed about 80, 83 emails on my YouTube email list. And if you're watching this, sorry, you know, it's just, a, it's a fact of life. I had to unsubscribe you because you weren't opening my emails and it's, I'm not taking it offense, no, no offense to it. But here's the thing is I went ahead and I took, I unsubscribed them and I let them know. I sent out an email. I said, Hey, look, is this email address still good? because I've noticed that you haven't been able to read any of my latest emails. You've missed out on this, 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 and this. If you, if this was a mistake, then go over to this uh, link here and you can always sign back up and get back onto the email newsletter. If not, hey, thanks. I really appreciate the support. In the meantime, peace out. And that's pretty much what I do for my right. list hygiene is I try to get those people off there, try to re-engage and uh, get it to where it's like, hey, look, you know, this is what I do. You know, if you don't, you know, you're not into this email new, in newsletter, that's cool. I'm totally all right with that. Once again, I'd rather have 30 fully engaged people on a list versus 100 and, you know, yeah. 110, you know, people that are kind of engaged. Yeah, no, that, that, uh, that makes a lot of sense, man. I don't you. get your emails. Yeah, you and I, we got to chop it up about uh, email list building and such. Uh, you know, that's, it's funny. It, 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 it used to crush me. When I I would purge a hundred and some odd emails off of a list, I'd be like, go. But it, the fact of the matter is, it's almost like having a group of friends that you're kind of like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're just like, you hear somebody talking? You know, right. like they're ignoring you. And and it's like you just got to kind of part ways with those people. And and let's just face it, I'm I'm probably subscribed to a million different emails. And I don't know about you. I probably get to three or four of those. With, with yeah, the yeah there's a lot that, uh, and even this morning, like uh, uh, the Salisbury dude, Mark Mark Dawson, I think, I subscribed to his list because there was something that was interesting. But then 
I just unsubscribed today because it's like it's just there's nothing interesting that for for me right now. So it, it's and, and you know what? I'm probably gonna subscribe again when I see something of interest again. And like that's like so it flows, right? I unsubscribe if I haven't read one of their emails in like a month, and then all of a sudden they'll pop up on a feed, and I'll be like, oh well, that's pretty cool, and then I'll I'll, I'll resubscribe. So you just gotta treat your your email list kind of the same way, but don't let any of this stuff stop you. Set up your email. Oh, what I was gonna touch on is if you're using an at Gmail account or something, that's also destined for spam folders. If you're serious about your brand or your books or whatever, spend five bucks. Wait, no, spend 10 bucks for your GoDaddy domain, spend mm -hmm. five bucks for your, uh, for your at Gmail or for your at your brand. Dot com email address from Gmail. It's, it's a worthy investment because uh, more and more lately, uh, the spam filters are starting to pull out those those type of uh, emails. You have to have something like at amecoosai.com or at sellpublishingwithdale.com. I've even started looking like you know companies when I'm subscribing or whatever, looking at if they're using a Gmail account. I look at them. I'm like, oh man, you guys aren't even really like. You it is serious about it. You can't you can't fork over a few bucks to get a proper email address. Yeah. So like I've started, you know, just I question that now. So um, yeah. be be aware of that if you are starting your lists. Uh, you know, we're not going to discourage you. We understand that some of you out in the world probably are cash strapped. Uh, I would just highly recommend that you try to find some way. Maybe go do a couple. Become a Fiverr seller. Go over and do a couple gigs. Like I'll send positive energy to you. I, I don't know. Come up with something and uh, get that extra cash and grab that domain and get that email and it's worth it. I know that for instance, uh, you can actually go set it up uh, for like HostGator. You can get the same thing for about like fifteen bucks and hosting service for like like unlimited hosting for like sixty or seventy for the first year, and you can get a ton of emails, ton of them. So. Um, any rate, uh, so I, I think we've kind of touched on everything, unless I've missed something, Emeka. Otherwise, let's go into question and answer. Yeah, let's do some Q&A. Excellent. Let's go ahead and uh, do some Q&A here, folks. Uh, we're opening up the lines, and uh, I'm down to my water here, and it's it's looking pretty good. Uh, Fiverr isn't promoting gigs that aren't paid for, and if you're there to earn the money, it's hard to pay for promotion. Um, okay. Um, double opt-in versus single opt-in. I, I think Brandon brings up a pretty, pretty good uh, point here about double opt-in versus single opt-in. Um, Emeka, what do you prefer? Do you uh, first of all, let's talk about what is double opt-in and single opt-in. Okay, double opt-in is when you have to opt in twice. The email company wants your subscribers to reconfirm twice. Right. An email from you. It's a bit and of a pain in the butt, and your your subscriber rate's going to drop down. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Get around it, or find another company. That's one reason I stopped using Mailchimp. Mailchimp's got single opt-in now, man. Yeah, I got that email last week because, like, oh, 2017. Um, you know, it's um, I, whatever makes it easier for your subscribers to get onto your list. That is the option I go with. You have to make things easy because if it's not easy, if if they can't click a button and join your list, like, yeah, you know how many times I sign up for a list and then it asks me to confirm again. I'm like, hey. Yeah, and just, or sometimes you don't even get the the con confirmation one. So uh, here, let me be the devil's advocate. I'm going to go ahead and on the other end of things here. Now, I, I agree with you. I like single opt-in, but I'm going to be the devil's advocate for double opt-in. Here's why. Um, I actually had done single opt-in early on, and I was getting, I would say, anywhere from about a dozen to two dozen emails per day 
on uh, one single lead magnet. And it was pouring in, pouring in. But the problem was my open rate and my click-through rate were garbage. I could like see that, yeah. Complete garbage. But then when I switched over to double opt-in, boom, it shot up through the roof. Even though I didn't have as many, like it went down to maybe about three to half a dozen per day, those were higher more engaged audience. So that's why I want to be the devil's advocate. So those of you that might be getting a free service out there or have a service with a double opt-in, there's a good reason to use that. In fact, um, one of my favorite uh, self-publishers, Steve Scott, endorses uh, the double opt-in because he believes that you do have that higher barrier of entry, but you also get a uh, more qualified email subscriber. I would say go with, <laughs> I'd say go with double opt-in if you're getting double digits coming in every day. There you go. Yeah, yeah open up the faucet all the way. Yeah, for new publishers, uh, make it as easy as possible. Collect as many emails as possible. Don't worry about your open rates. Don't worry about your click-through rates. Don't worry about that. Collect emails so you can learn how it works, so you can set up your autoresponders, so you can just set up all the basics, and then you can start cleaning up, cleaning it all up. But action, 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 action. You have to be taking action. So. Uh, so do you have any questions on your end uh, there, Mecca? Otherwise, I'm going to go right back into the pool here. Go to your questions, man. I told you. Okay, uh, very good. Uh, I, uh, Katrina over at The Lady Writes asks, how long do you suggest an opening sequence? Um, I, I'm not really sure what you mean by opening sequence. I'm assuming you mean by um, the actual um, automation. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming. And if it is, I'm going to go ahead and just answer that right there. Um, when I did my fitness email list, uh, it was just based on the expectations that I put outright. So my welcome email, as soon as somebody gets opted in, be it single or double in, dot opt in, either way, I've always got a welcome saying, setting the expectations. Hey, what's up? Glad you joined the crew here. Here's what you can expect. Always go in with that welcome email, setting expectations. So people aren't like blown away when you're like, you're emailing them every day or every week or twice a week or three times a week. If you come out and say, look, I'm going to email you two to three times per week. People can go, oh, okay. Right. Your greatest open rate is always going to happen on your welcome email. A lot yeah. of people are always going to open that. You're going to have, you're going to be like, yeah, your, your welcome email is always just, and I always just say, welcome to whatever, whatever. And I'm telling you, it just, you want it literally like 89% open. So Wait, um, you get eighty-nine percent open on your first email. Oh yeah, welcome email, almost always like an eighty to ninety percent. Uh, now I'm being anecdotal. I'd have to actually go and open up my account, but uh, it, it typically most instances. Now this is just on my fitness email. That's um, your business. Like, sorry? Which, which one do you get? 90 percent. Eighty ninety percent over on the fitness one. Wow, that's cool. I was. You're like, <laughs> wait, hang on. That, that, that's but, just the welcome. Now email. my number, my number doesn't seem that impressive anymore. So I don't want to comment, but it's still uh, a valuable tip. Anecdotal here, like I said, it's it's only through through good memory. And remember, I, I've been in pro wrestling, and I had a few too many chair shots to the head. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's probably like eight or nine percent. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, um, nonetheless, you're going to see your greatest open rate over on your welcome email. Make sure you're setting those expectations. Uh, so Katrina, to answer the automation question. Uh, I set the expectations for me. Here's something that's really cool. This is like next level stuff and it really kind of helps keep your engagement going for longer. What I will do is I go out like by about a month. So like say 30 days out and I send out something. You guys are going to love this, this email subject line. I just simply put in, you've made the grade. Congratulations. 
it literally that same email right there what ends up happening is people click in there and I have like a cute little picture everybody's kind of toasting each other and in that right there I say hey awesome it's been 30 days since you had subscribed to my email newsletter and I can't thank you enough for your love and support it means the world to me and I say things that are genuine and sincere obviously and I and I, I'm a little bit of a romantic at heart my wife can tell you I've always kind of celebrated uh, our anniversary by the week and uh, any event, so that's why I, I try to share a little bit of my personal story where I say, my wife and I, I, I just, I'm a romantic at heart, blah, 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 yakety schmackety, all that to say this, you know, happy anniversary, it's been 30 days. And then I'll book it another 60 days out, but then I'll change the uh, subject line, something different, and I'll say, wow, you know, you're, you're a hardcore email newsletter person and I really appreciate it. So that's what I do for my automation. Um, sometimes I'll just trickle in just little nuggets like I'll find an old blog post and I'll just take a snippet of it and then I'll link it to that and I'll say hey I thought you'd like to check this out and it's just ways that to keep my audience engaged and keeps them opening up those emails now here's okay so that's smart for your personal brand but books right let's talk about pen names and books for a second things mm -hmm. a little different like um, okay first off if you want to see email marketing done right go get Russell Brunson's free book, .com secrets and sign up for his email list. Yes, I can't Love recommend people. that enough. I have a 40 to 50% email open on my first three emails because of the things that he uses. Blew me away. Um, and uh, really quick, he just numbers the emails, one of one of 21, one, two of 22, or two of 21, three of 21. And I'm like, whoa, I'm getting 21 emails. I open like every single one just like I was blown away at his email marketing strategy. So anyways, so I started doing that with with um, with mine, but for the books, um, it goes welcome, uh, value, how'd you like the book, review, value, value, and then like I promote some other books. Good, nice call. That's like the first bunch, that's done within a week and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I've had to adjust, the how'd you like the book one? Because I realized shipping was a little slower. <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. You get it over to them, and they're like, I don't know, I don't have it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I get funny emails back. I'm like, oh man, I get, gotta adjust that. Yeah. And uh, I play around with that. Um, but I always use their name in the first in the subject line. That has skyrocketed my open rates using their name in the subject line. So that's um, that's something that, that uh, has been working well for me, but. Cool. Next question. Yeah, uh, let's see here. I saw, in, in, uh, please forgive me, folks, if you're asking questions that's going on. Like, I really appreciate everybody talking as a community in here. And remember uh, that uh, there's quite a bit of people in here that are experienced self-publishers as well as email marketers. So make sure that you're asking questions in there and answering if you have the, the answer there. Please, we encourage you to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, how long do you suggest an opening sequence was our last question. Do you use different lists for different brands? Brandon Castle asked. Yes, I do. Yes, never mix them together. Never mix them together. In fact, let me let me share a story before I hand the ball over to Mecca because I think everybody's going to laugh at this. So um, I had a uh, romance slash fiction based uh, email list that I had, and it was a little more steamy romance. You know what I mean? And then I have my fitness list. Mm -hmm. Well, I was putting together an email uh, to send out to the fiction list and it's just you know steamy you know romance and I'm just you know typing it all together and I hit send stomach sank 
Exactly. I just realized I sent it off to my freaking fitness list. That's I was like, ah! that's funny. <laughs> they're they're probably like they're going, why am I getting this spam? You know, uh, but yeah. I, 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 I just I, I realized I'm gonna send my 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 money list off to like my publishing like to my students or something, and I'm like. <gasps> So yeah, I, I, I always triple. You know the pain, yeah, yeah. So it turned out I was just freaking out over nothing. Uh, I literally was sending it to the right list at that particular time, and uh, thankfully I have it 100% separate. And there's no way I can mix those two things up. But Brandon, I would highly recommend that if you have different brands, do different lists, mm -hmm. and you can sam uh, you can segment those based on whatever service provider you have into different lists. Uh, and it's really, really super simple. Everything from MailChimp to GetResponse, those are my two uh, favorite ones. They're really, 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 really simple. Uh, but yeah, keep them separated and don't try to cross-pollinate things that are, are not relevant to each other. You know, don't, don't be like, hey, you should check out this fiction romance thing over on your fitness list. They don't want to see that. They came to you for fitness tips, not for steamy erotica. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, hey, just really quick, a, if anyone is going to sign up for Aweber or GetResponse or, or what I promote Aweber, it sounds like Dale's all about GetResponse. Use our affiliate link, please. We'd appreciate it. Uh, oh, can you plug your uh, your affiliate link, please? Yeah, slash Aweber. Excellent. Yeah, I don't have an affiliate for that one. And I had one for GetResponse at one point or another. But uh, I, like I said, over the last month or two, uh, Ava would probably have to confirm this. Uh, I switched over to MailChimp more recently. There was just too many user sure errors. Affiliate program, MailChimp, for the paid stuff. I'm sorry? Mail, are you doing paid with MailChimp or no? No, 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 no. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're able to, I, I literally went through a list hygiene and I killed a lot of emails uh, over the last uh, couple of months. Uh, I, I purged a few lists and I've really kind of got it down to mainly focusing on uh, a couple of brands, being my fitness as well as the YouTube brands. And uh, it, it really is more manageable. And that's one of the reasons why I got right away from GetResponse. GetResponse right. was running me about 120 per year uh, for I think about 1500 leads. Uh, all together, which is, is pretty good, but there was just some wonkiness I didn't like about GetResponse, and I, I may end up releasing a uh, review on GetResponse one of these days. Uh, it is good, though. Um, my good friend Mary Thibodeau actually uses GetResponse and swears by it. Um, a few others, uh, John uh, Hodges, actually, a good friend of mine. John, big shout out to you, buddy. Uh, he uses GetResponse, so GetResponse is great. I just don't have the patience for it. MailChimp, I liked it, and now that they've done the single opt-in, I think they've got me for life. Uh, I really, really, really dig them. And a lot of big email marketers really get behind MailChimp. So uh, let's go back into the well here. Do you have any questions on your end there, buddy? I don't want to dominate. Keep going on yours, man. All right. Uh, some people are talking about images. I don't want to go too far down that path here, folks. Uh, we'll talk about images some other day. Uh, hello, can you guys share some ways your funnels you've used to monetize the leads that have signed up to your newsletter from Kindle CreateSpace book buyers? Um, we kind of covered a little bit. Um, do you care to expand it all, Mecca? Sorry, what was the last part of the question? Um, it, can you guys share some ways your funnels you've used to monetize the leads that have signed up to your newsletter from Kindle CreateSpace book buyers? So how have we monetized those specifically? Like, I just send them books to buy. I could sell right. more. I should be selling more to my list. Like, I, I don't promote books enough on my email list. Mm -hmm. Um, like my old books, especially now that it's growing. I just I just haven't had the time to sit down and, and, and do that, but I should send out emails that actually are promoting books. That would make sense. 
Uh, this is something, uh, hopefully, uh, and Alex Kaplow actually had uh, asked the question. This is a great one. Uh, go take a look at dot-com secrets. We're not affiliates of this program. We get $0 for sending you guys over there. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got ClickFunnels. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Russell Brunson does really good. I, I, I'm saying this without being an affiliate. It's, it's a great, thorough uh, overview of that. You could do it as a basic uh, monetizing that email list by just simply promoting your current catalog of books, your back catalog of books, or even finding some way that you can, for instance, uh, I think Tony Jacobson's here. He's a great example. He is actually in somewhat in the fitness niche. And I just finished his book not too long ago. So this is relevant. So let's say I really enjoyed this book. I can always put together a review that I put on my blog mm. and, and put in an affiliate link through Amazon Associates. So when people click on that, they go over, they pick up Tony's recent fitness book and they buy it. And I get a little bit of profits. Tony gets a little bit of something. So that's a way to kind of do affiliates right there. It's a little bit smaller, uh, but nonetheless, I can send out an email to people saying, hey, I just got done reading Tony's recent book. This is awesome. Disable Your Disability is probably one of my favorite books lately. I want you to check it out. You can read more about my review over on my blog. The whole thing is, remember the purpose of the email is to get them into the email and out of the email. You wanna get them into the email, out of the email. You wanna get them off there so that way they're going into a circle. And one of the best ways I like to do is put them over into my blog or my website so then they see other things, okay? So let's say they get there and they go, ah, I'm not interested in Tony's book. But, oh, look, there's a new post about five fitness tips for a flatter stomach. I'm right. gonna check that out. They go in there, I've got another affiliate right there. They click on that and I might even get a higher affiliate right there. So that is just a basic way of monetizing it, but you could go into deeper what's called a funnel, okay? The funnel is going to be really building it up to higher ticket items. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna really probably, I think you and I can probably talk about that on a future broadcast because yeah, that's- I, Yeah, I'm gonna be, I got some stuff I'm working on right now with with books and using book yeah. funnels and how to yeah like different things where they're where they're they're gonna buy they'll get one of my books for free and then on the next page upsell to get another book it so that more of that stuff will be coming but uh right now yeah that's the whole yeah it's, it's higher ticket alex excellent question man yeah it's it's not that we're stumped i just know that we're going to end up spending and we're already yeah. a little bit over past our time here i know that for talking about full funnels whether it be you know one-time offers to the higher ticket offers to you know a continuity program that right there is a lot of jargon that might get a lot of people lost that we're just trying to focus on just the email list building itself and maybe in a future broadcast you and i can kind of chop it up Emeka, about yeah. uh, building a sales funnel and exactly the direction we want to do that. Okay. So uh, yeah, thank you. I always appreciate it. If there's any other questions, let me go ahead and I'm going to appeal through. Let's hit one more question and let's call it a day so that you can get some coffee in your system. I know you ran out already. Yeah. <laughs> My boy. All right. Let's see here. I'm just going to just, I'm sorry if I missed somebody's questions. Uh, remember, if you want to get any other questions asked, you can always just reach me at dale at selfpublishingwithdale.com and I'll do my best to answer you. Uh, what you guys do after your initial autoresponder, Michael asked. Um, after my initial autoresponder, Emeka, I feel like I've been dominating conversation. Go ahead and take it away, buddy. Is it Michael Jack? It is. Our boy, Michael Fresh Belief. It was going to be like, didn't we answer this? Wait, it's Michael. I'll answer it again. Um, so after the initial autoresponder, yeah. send the manual 
um, manual value-based emails or when a new book comes out, send them an email with that. You know, I think, I, I don't know what, what dif differentiates email marketers from wannabe email marketers more. Not setting up an autoresponder or what you do after your autoresponder is done. So, because one thing I've learned is your autoresponder, your first few have to be evergreen stuff because I've looked at some of mine and I'm like, oh man, that's like outdated. I gotta like switch that up. Um, so it, it's just sending out manual stuff. And that's where it's like putting, like I, I put a reminder in my calendar for like, you know, once a month or once every few weeks to, okay, spend like half an hour on this list and then this send them a quick update on what's going on with something. And that's like after the first few autoresponders have gone out. So hopefully that kind of answers answers the question there. This is varies from time to time for me when it comes to autoresponder series. Uh, something I learned through Digital Marketer um, or Digital Marketing, uh, Ryan Dice's book called The Invisible Selling Machine. And uh, I needed to put together a review video of that and dot-com secrets because those are just two powerful books and really open your mind up to what email marketing is and how to do it. Uh, but one of the things I learned through Ryan Dice was, you know, you're going to set up your autoresponder, but don't be afraid to still engage with people uh, during the autoresponder series. Um, there are sometimes where some people say, don't, you shouldn't do that. You need to build the relationship. But then another instance is, you know, if they get two emails during the course of the day, oh, well. You know, they may not even open one of not them. Jeff and James sometimes, like three, four a day. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, that's a little extreme, but I know what he's promoting. But, mm -hmm. you, you know, he did, but he doesn't do that all the time. I know when there's like a right. big affiliate program that he's promoting, like Amazing Selling Machine. Like I was getting like three, four emails a day sometimes. But then, like, I haven't got it. You know, then he doesn't send anything for the for the the next little bit. So there there are yeah. periods of times you can definitely be heavier. Like yeah. if I'm promoting a book, like that one book I did, you know, a couple weeks ago, fifteen hundred dollars in like a couple days. Yeah, I listened to a couple emails from me about that book. I was selling hard. Nice. I don't do that normally, right? But right, right. There are times I sell hard because you have to. And, and as long as you're, you're you're laying the groundwork and you're you're telling you're setting expectations with your audience, then they're not going to be thinking you're an email spam artist because right. you know there's going to be some people that might get the welcome email and they see oh gosh I'm going to possibly get two to three emails right. per day. Uh, they yeah. might go okay I'm going to hey, unsubscribe. That's okay if somebody ever unsubscribes, don't be hurt. Okay, it's no offense. They don't hate you. Okay, yeah. it's just they actually if they hit the unsubscribe instead of the report spam button. Yeah. That means that they still value you. They still yeah. trust you. That they said, ah, right now it's not a good time. It's kind of like they're not saying no. They're just saying later on, buddy. Right. Yeah. No. That that's that's you have to have that initial relationship built and um, yeah. So uh, that, all right, um, dude. Uh, so next week we're going to be meeting up. Uh, have we, you and I, kind of just roughly agreed? Are we going to start it an hour later? Yeah. Why don't we just try it an hour later? Um, okay. You and me after we're done, we'll go through stats. But yeah, let's try it an hour later. Excellent. Um, so we're going to be starting 10 a.m. next week, and we're going to be trading off on the schedule. We'll let you know in our respective live broadcasts. Mecca, you're live again when? 
Actually, I'm live tomorrow, and I'm going to be doing something that's going to be so freaking cool. I'm going to be di dissecting books on Amazon and show you why they suck and why they're not selling. So I'm excited. We're going to go through titles. We're going to go through subtitles. We're going to go spend a ton of time on descriptions. We're going to go through covers. We're going to go through author pages. We're going to go through anything, anything. It's like you're not going to want I'm so excited for this one. Excellent. Very good. Uh, for those of you that are watching uh, us on my channel here to uh, find out a little bit more about that live stream and don't miss out on this. Mecca pulls no punches. He's very brutally honest. And I think that you're going to learn a lot from him in this. You're going to want to go to the description in uh, the description down below, or you can even go to amekaosai.com slash YouTube. That's E-M-E-K-A-O-S-S-A-I.com slash YouTube. You'll go over to his YouTube channel, hit the subscribe, turn your notifications on so you know exactly when he goes live. Also, I'll be having my next live stream this Thursday at 6 p.m. And I'll be joined by my illustrious wife, Kelly Roberts. She'll be answering some questions. And also, she's going to be talking about running her own live stream on my channel. That's right. Without the bald-headed guy, you guys will be able to get a little bit of questions answered by my little lady over here. She's been kind of working her tail off behind us. Uh, that will be 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that will be starting next week on Saturday. Uh, before we get disconnected here, Emeka, what are we going to talk about next week? Let's go ahead and just, let's, let's spitball some ideas because I know that we started talking a little bit about sales funnels. Uh, yeah. What's something we can tap well, in a little bit deeper no. into? Let's do this. We're gonna start talking about book sales funnels when we have when we hit fifty people on our live streams in the morning. You know what? I love that idea. So this is gonna give That's you guys a little hot, bit of incentive. Hot. I want an audience for it. Absolutely. Like, so I, it's just, I, yeah. Emeka's laid down the gauntlet here, folks. So if you're watching this on the replay or you're live here, please do us a favor. You're going to hit the subscribe. You're going to turn the notifications on, but you want to share this. Bring more people into the party. And I encourage you, if you happen to be just lurking in here, become active within the chat. Start to talk to people because I'm telling you this right now. I know right now, Kevin McGuire, um, the lady writes, um, Michael Fresh Belief, you guys have a community of very experienced and um yeah, knowledgeable people here. So ask the questions within the video chat. And if we don't happen to get you, that's okay because somebody might get to you as well. Tony Jacobson's in here. You know, he's also got his first book out here and he's definitely experienced in the YouTube realm. So really, we encourage you. If you want to learn a little bit more about book sales funnels, all right, let's see that chat up to about 50 people here. So let's try to make this a party. We'll give you a little bit more 411 about where we're going to be every week. We're always going to be streaming from our respective channels, but the party is going to alternate between Emeka's channel and my channel. So in any event, uh, all right, well, hey, any last words, Emeka? No, we'll come up with a, an exciting topic. I was just looking through some notes, but we'll we'll come up with one and we'll start. We'll put post it on our Facebook page, um, probably by Thursday, so people uh, people know exactly what the topic will be for for next Saturday. Excellent. Um, um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put that here, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time next Saturday. You and I will kind of figure out what we're going to do for next week's uh, content because we want to make sure that everything's directed and we're on point and people know what to expect on future broadcasts. So that way it's just not a free-for-all question and answer and we're kind of chasing our tails. You know what? So, <clears throat> I think once a month we should do free-for-all. Free-for-all, free-for-all, Q&A, go anywhere, 
We'll, we'll call it our, our uh, the Mecca and Dale Battle Royal. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. All right. Yeah, so yeah. It, this has always been fun. Really, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Remember, if you enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up. And if you know somebody else who's into DIY publishing too, make sure that you share this video with them. In the meantime, till later, it's been self-publishing with Dale and Emeka, and we'll see you soon.